0: I'm watching, I keep going. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Malice. Diabetes.
1: Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up.
0: Of course, Devil stopped.
1: I do like Malice.
0: Oh my fucking god! I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so
1: perfect?
0: This could be a while.
1: Cupface smash.
0: Bad Burning podcast. We're all up in your lawn.
1: I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk for cheese. We had cheese. No, now I know why nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. Oh awesome. So, if like, only you can see the glare. Hey.
0: Okay. I'm justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children. While keeping your sanity, this is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh yes. Welcome to episode sixty-two of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin.
1: I'm Jody.
0: And I almost screwed up the intro. You but did. I, I saved it again. Why? Well, I always forget to look at the episode number before I. So you have to
1: like pull it from memory.
0: No, luckily I on my little recording machine there. I always save the file as the episode number. So if I as long as I can see that, I'm good. It's when I can't see that and I'm like, um, it's that, another that
1: day. It's another day in podcasting. It's Lord, the
0: nightest yeah. episode. Just take plus one from the last episode we did, and that'll get you the numbers and math and things and stuff. Yes, that's how my brain operates sometimes. And my brain's a ball of mush right now from all the all the goings on this weekend. As far as getting ready for the trip and.
1: Stuff and stuff, I was and gone, and now you're gonna be gone, and yeah, things yeah. and stuff
0: and things. Well, and that that was yeah. That brings up a whole strange little uh, f- f- fiasco there. Uh, the kids were gone on Thursday. I didn't know what to do with myself, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, how's your week?
1: Great. No, like really, legitimately good.
0: I know, but you just you've you like you like single worded. You're you're, you're becoming a lot oh, more. I'm sorry. No, no. You just you're a lot. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Never mind. We'll just leave it at that. I'm not
1: being talkative enough.
0: Not at the very get-go, no. But, um, so yes, your your parents, your mom and stepdad, Mm -hmm. they, was that a Christmas present? I don't remember. The ticket.
1: Okay, so they got, the kids got tickets from them to go to a place called Wildlife Safari in Central Oregon? No, that's not Central Oregon. It's like, it's not Southern Oregon either, though. It's like like
0: south central south? Oregon. no <laughs> no way down the hood huh uh,
1: anyway um, tickets to go to wildlife safari they were going to expire my mom's not been in the greatest of health so are you taking
0: it? I was trying to but I, I was I know <laughs> I know how you are about photos on podcast night <laughs> and I can only get your face so it's not working out <laughs> the way I wanted it to I'll just leave that alone I'm,
1: at least I'm <laughs> raw. <wrong. laughs> yeah
0: you, you've you got the boobs wrangled tonight. I
1: do. Um, anyway, total sidetracked, random. Anyway, what was I saying?
0: Expiring tickets. Oh, and what they 20s. were going to
1: expire. So my mom called last week and was like, can I take your kids? I'm like, uh, sure. And then after she found out that my brother, who's a little bit older and able to help wrangle kids, couldn't go she asked if um i would be able to come down for the second night they were going to do one night in along i5 at this you know wildlife safari and stay the night in a hotel and then go to the coast and stay the night in a hotel mm-hmm. and she thought i can do the first night for sure i'm just not sure with the bad health and the you know wrangling kids if i can handle two nights without you know a young vibrant youth to help yes so um she asked if i could come down for the second night so i met them at sea lion caves mm-hmm. on friday afternoon and we did that and then traveled up the coast and stayed in newport for the night and i got to go out to dinner with my mom at a nice a fancy restaurant
0: you do a fancy pants restaurant huh yeah where'd you guys go
1: it's called local <laughs> ocean
0: oh i thought you were gonna say like uh uh well, it's not that fancy it's Coast coast it. no i'm sorry my I had a really funny like, like I was I was gonna have a funny joke and then my brain shut off. Oh, like say like you know like I'm old country buffet or you know oh. Red Lobster.
1: No, <laughs> it's not like it wasn't like <laughs> lots of
0: that bread pudding to make it extra runny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, um, and and by fancy I mean just like a really diverse local menu with lots of fancy things on. How do you it. get
0: diverse with seafood?
1: You can get pretty diverse with seafood.
0: And um, it's like we have fish we have shellfish or you can have a mixture of fish and shellfish. Oh.
1: They had um chicken and beef and other Well,
0: yeah, surf and turf, but I mean, you've got the turf all the time. So I'm
1: just I'm just saying I had grilled <laughs> I had grilled calamari.
0: Oh. Um
1: that was really really good on a on a bed of stuff with shiitake mushrooms and oranges and So did it break
0: under the pressure? grilled calamari line of questions bad Joel joke
1: sorry <laughs> you need to get out of Joel mode right now <laughs> no, I tr- no see the thing <laughs> is
0: I've tried from time to time to do like you know that whole pull pin drop a joke grenade and walk away like he does and I am nowhere near as good of it as no because
1: you look at me like it was funny, right? It's funny, right? 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 Oh, that's, it's how funny? I'm tra- that's not how I'm trying to look at you, but <laughs> <laughs> if it comes across it's that funny, way, right? yeah, It's funny. Maybe, that's, it why it w- way of doing maybe
0: that's why it works better for him, because no one ever sees him when that he does it. That might be that's why. all via Skype.
1: That might be why, because, uh, I mean, when he does it to me, I just don't know what to say, and I can't give him the look, so I just don't say <laughs> anything. And then he's like...
0: Yeah. One of it, my favorites that he's done so far was when I, there was somebody posted a video of two kangaroos fighting to kill <laughs> us, page, and... And he's like, oh, maybe it was boxing day, because they were, like, punching <laughs> each other. And somebody else is like, oh, dude, how would I miss that joke? He's like, I don't know, but you better hop to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude. <laughs> so.
1: Oh, no, I dropped my fidgety thing.
0: Uh-oh. <gasps> Well, if only we were a little bit closer, you could just use my the thing in my pants as your fidgety thing. But then I don't know, we we get a lot of the show done. <laughs> it's a whole different show at All that point. All you'd be
1: able to hear is Justin drooling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, that's that's good radio. I think yeah, good for me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so we had they had that they had that uh, um trip. Yes. And so Thursday night, you and I were completely childless. Right, like we which were, was weird, but we was, went out
1: to dinner, and it was fabulous, and I had a new drink that I never had before, yes. and I loved them, and I want to go have 5,000 more.
0: Yeah, they were, it was really yummy. I it tried
1: to get them to make it for me at... Because we... um, So when we... Mom and I went to dinner at Local Ocean, they didn't have cocktails. They had beer, like fancy beer, and mm-hmm. fancy wine. They did not have cocktails, which I was pretty pissed off about. So... We had also agreed to get dinner for my stepdad, mm-hmm. <laughs> So, but we couldn't find a place that was open that would have like a burger or like a sandwich, yeah. you know, like something he, that he would like because he wanted something not seafood. And um,
0: He tends to be a very meat and potatoes kind well, yeah, of guy. Well, yeah,
1: but he's also the kind that gets like, I want a dot, 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 and he wants that thing. And if he can't find that thing, he gets kind of ticked about it for whatever reason.
0: Kind of like me at the hardware store. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> when I want, like, I just want to like, go fix something, but yeah. I can't because they're not open yet. So
1: he had wanted some kind of like roast beef fish sandwich or maybe, maybe a bur- good burger. Mm-hmm. But he wanted like a French dip or a Philly, well, not a Philly cheesesteak because he doesn't eat cheese, but mm-hmm. a Philly, you know, some kind of, or a really good burger. So I noticed that the rogue... Pu- the rogue brewery mm-hmm. pub oh, down yeah. there was open. So and they, have, they have some and good they had some, yeah. yeah, so I'm just pretty sure. So after we went to dinner there, we went there and I got a cocktail there and it was awesome, but it, it's really weird to drink with your Mormon mother.
0: I'd be all over no, that. No, I
1: did. And I had no qualms. No, but It's see, just still like, weird.
0: I'd still... And it was...
1: Exp- the drinks were yeah. really expensive. It was a $10 cocktail and...
0: See, yeah, but the problem with I, me is I'd, like, I'd have like about $80 worth of those $10 cocktails. Yeah. I'd be like, so that's Joseph Smith. <laughs> and <I would> just <laughs> no, no. No, I it wasn't, wouldn't be me. I just we, put All, all I was
1: doing is having a cocktail while we waited for the food to get yeah, made. Yeah. Um, but you would have loved it. They had.
0: I've been to the Rogue Brewery before. Yeah, yeah. The I've, one in Newport? Not the one in Newport, but they have another one. Um, I think they have one in Eugene. I, somewhere along my travels, I've been to one of the Rogue Breweries. And then being when I've been down in Eugene Springfield, I've been to the, um, like the 10 Barrel Brewing Company a few others. So, yeah, they've got some good stuff there. Um, Yeah, so before all that happened, on Thursday night, you and I were a child this, so we ended up, we had a uh, roaring good time. We uh, fired up the old green car that we haven't driven in a while that needed to be ran and took it down the street to the local uh, Goodwill and went and tried to find and see it because we've been... We have this special type of dinner plate we have, and so we like to try to find it. We've only been able to find them at Goodwills, and we've actually had fairly good luck with finding them. Yeah, but like once every and they're like $10, $10 tri-
1: plates. Like These are like, yeah. if you buy them even used on like...
0: eBay, the cheapest I've seen eBay. on eBay is 12 bucks a piece. Yeah. So. so
1: they're really nice stuff, and we fa- we have ha- found them several times in different colors, but same pattern and yep. same shape
0: at different, uh, at at different, different Goodwills, different Goodwills so. and they're
1: usually 8 buck to maybe 2 bucks per plate. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever we have a... F- bare moment we go and we look for these plates and i think it's a really weird thing but also like something that makes us cool people yeah we just it's
0: it's something we enjoy doing together so we do it and then we went to the local this place called the klondike here locally that makes a fantastic fucking burger that was my burger i don't know about yours mine was yummy
1: i ate it again so i Mm. had half well a third ish maybe Mm. left over, and i ate that for breakfast Mm -hmm. and i was just sitting there like
0: And, I'm yeah. going to lick the box here. <laughs> I
1: thought about it. I didn't actually go for it, but I did think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a weird night, not having any kid disruptions. And then Friday, I slept in till 9 a.m.
0: Wow, nice.
1: 9 a.m. I slept in, and I just about... I mean, I was just... I, mm-hmm. I was so happy. <laughs> um,
0: yep, so I got up went to work, and then you left after the friday mid morning yep. like afternoonish so 10, i can, so 10 10:30 10 originally i'm like okay i'm going to have the entire house myself what the fuck am i going to do and you were giving me crap because the first thing I did was I texted my mom to see if they were going to be home that night. I'm like, can I come over for dinner? And you're like, well, I love that you have like a night to yourself and what do you do? I'm going to go hang out with mom and dad. I'm like, fuck yeah, mom's cooking for me. I'm not going <laughs> to miss out some home cooked meal. And they didn't disappoint. Dad made his hot wings and he uh, he flubbed the recipe up. But he, was, he was super tired and so he made them like really hot. So it was that was enjoyable. And then we just had some you know good time drinking and talking and stayed there a little longer than I wanted to because I, I drank one beer more than I had anticipated doing Or and then plus I he had like a shot of whiskey or something like that. And while I wasn't I I probably could have been just fine and drive home. I knew that I was far enough over the, the legal, legal limit, limit yeah. that since I was in a company car, if I left right then, bad it would be my luck that I get pulled over and it was bad yeah. juju. So hung out there for a bit and stayed later than I anticipated, just to make sure I drank lots of water, sobered up a bit. It sounds good like to you guys go. had
1: a good time. So. Oh yeah, we had
0: fun. And um that and so there that was that and then I came home and, and took a shower and hopped into bed and caught an episode of uh what did I watch? Gilmore girls. Tossed on an episode of Gilmore Girls. Yeah, I'm, a, a, I'm, sorry, a, a, I'm like I'm a middle aged white woman. I'm
1: trying not to make fun of you for it. Like I try so hard.
0: So um and then I I went, told somebody at work that yeah. you
1: you're watching Gilmore Girls Gilmore Girls and she's like Really? I'm like, Yep. That's what he, he's powering through that one and she's uh-huh. like Because you're making him? I'm like, no, this other way around. (laughs) And she just looked at me like, because she's met you. And she's like, I never, I never, not in a million years. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a rule
0: breaker and stuff like that all the time. No, I mean, it's, I did it on the recommendation now that he's like well you know basically bobby says it's not a half bad show it's got decent dialogue and it's real fast-paced witty dialogue which it is and
1: i love the dialogue and i i I, I, so. so i missed while you were watching gilmore girls or while other people were watching that i was watching buffy well, see, for me,
0: I never caught that one at first. I mean, I, yeah. I caught an episode here and there because my sister was really into it, but I never, like, sat down and watched yeah. That's why I'm actually power-loading through it now because I'm like, okay, well, she watched it. She enjoyed it. She kind of makes references to Yeah, but you know it. what I'm saying is yeah.
1: I, it just, I just missed that one.
0: I hadn't been I hadn't watched Buffy at the time either, which we're going through right now, too. So, um, But, yeah, so then I, came, I did that, and then I went to sleep, and I thought I was going to have a shitty time sleeping because I normally don't sleep well, and it's the strangest thing. If I'm at a hotel... By myself, boom! I can be out like a fucking light, no problem.
1: Whereas if he's at a hotel with another woman, he can't get to sleep. Either. Oh god, those are too much action at that point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Things are going every. You know, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the, the kind of women you meet these out at some of these places. That no, thank you. Not to mention the fact that I, you know, you know, before that, I'm married, right, committed, blah, blah, blah. But even then, if I were that kind of person, most places I go to, no. So, but what I was the point I was trying to make before you know that whole thing happened? Is, is uh, if I'm home and you're not here and I'm trying to go to sleep, it, it, but at some point you're coming home, I, I found the de- delineation here.
1: If you know I'm coming As home, if you're supposed to be
0: coming home, I can't, I have a hard time falling asleep until I know you're home safe and you're in bed because I worry and I'm, you know, concerned and I love you and I care about you, blah, blah, blah. Um, but if I know that you're actually like, okay, she's out of town, she's not coming home, I'm here, uh, boom, I sacked the fuck out and went to sleep and woke up the next morning, got up it was, it was really nice. Like I was able to get up. Took my shower, grabbed my cup of coffee. I could not move around without making too much noise. worry about making too much noise, and nobody was gonna wake up. Hopped in the car. No, I did. Ha- I grabbed my cup for coffee. Hopped in the car. Went down to Dutch, Dutch for those and t- treated myself to a cup of coffee. And then that's when I ended up at the hardware store. Which I will correct you. What you said in the your when you guessed it on Coffin Joe this weekend. No, the hardware store does open at 8. Oh, wow. I happened to get there five minutes early, but it was just one of those things where I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm like, play, tooting around on my phone, and I'm like, okay, come on, guys, hurry up. Jeez, yes, I can see you guys walking around. They just turn the lights on, and open the door, and I'm like, what? then it was like, that was like t- there was like light bulb moments. i like, Shit, I'm turning into my old man. Because <laughs> I remember distinctly many times him coming home bitching about the fact that like Best Buy or something else wasn't open before. There's fucking people out here who do it, you know. And
1: I think what this actually called to mind, and it's because I didn't read your post like super deep, like mm-hmm. I just glanced at it and said, oh, he. yeah. Um, when we were living in Gresham, mm-hmm. you had a fit, like a full-blown, almost, I think you might have even thrown something fit because you wanted to get to the auto parts store and get something early in the morning mm-hmm. and get it done before 10. Mm-hmm. They didn't open till 10 and you threw a yeah. fit.
0: Well, that was that was one of those times and and it's something that happens to me when I'm working on a vehicle. Like today, what we were doing today was fun. No worries if the project wasn't completed on time, no no big deal, no nothing, so on and so forth. But when it's like I'm working on a rig that I gotta have up and running, let's say on Monday, so that I can get to work, whatever, and I've got other shit to get done in a day, there's no reason why in today's day and age a part store shouldn't be open a little bit earlier than ten o'clock in the morning. As you know, and that actually goes for any store. I mean, you, you look at the way things are going now; it's just not everybody sleeps in. There's, like, not everybody stays up late. I mean, so there's... You got to... There's a happy balance somewhere, and, you know, there's, there's... Those of us that actually get more done before 10 a.m., but most people do an entire day. I'm one of them. So, yeah, I do remember that, though. I, I got pissed. I was <laughs> upset about that, so... But I waited the five minutes, went to the hardware store, got what I needed, came back home, uh, got my truck cleaned out, so I was there for the trip, got that sw- squared away, got the fish tank handled, got it cleaned, which worked out great because I couldn't have done that with the kids here. And then, um... After that, I did some laundry, did some other dishes and whatnot, picked up a few things. um, There's some other stuff in there, but yeah, it was just really strange being home all by myself no kids no wife no nothing i mean if hell if i wanted i could have sat naked rubbed my ass on the couch and nobody could have told me no but i didn't by (laughs) you (laughs) i I just i was
1: like i hope he didn't actually do that i have a rule about bare ass on the uh, and with kids you actually have to have rules like that. i was
0: like a goddamn labrador dragging that shit all the way across (laughs) that song bitch (laughs) it was just ass and ball sack everywhere (laughs) um so no, it was just it was it was interesting, and then it was like it was also kind of a weird snapshot. that was like this is going to be what it's going to be like to be empty nesters when the now I kind of get my mom, while well, she appreciates it when we leave, likes it when we come over because it's just it's, it's, it's you get so ingrained and so used to the chaos and the constant noise and there's always somebody trying to kill somebody or somebody pissing somebody off or you know you're always stopping something so you just get in that mode of constantly doing that so when it's not there you're like what the fuck do I do with myself but I did quite a few things and got but- quite a bit done
1: and here's where you and I are a little bit different. You're sitting there going, "Oh, this is what's going to be like when we're empty nesters, tear," you know. And I'm like, "Yes, this is what it's like when they're all going to be gone. Thank God." I, I was, no, I was,
0: I was a very, I'm a very even keeled mixture of both. I'm like, "Oh, this kind of, you know, it's sad that this is what's going to be like when they're not here." And I was like, "Hmm, I could strut around the house naked." and not have to worry about it and you know you No, know,
1: my big thing is not i mean i love my kids and mm-hmm. i love spending time with them it's just the simple like there's never a moment where you're just done with everything mm-hmm. like you're just like there's never a moment where you can just say yep that's done that's done that's done and it'll be done for five minutes like it'll it know. won't
0: come undone by a kid right
1: <laughs> and i think that's what gets to me the most is like they're always fighting they're always saying something they shouldn't say or doing something they shouldn't do or being complete and total little shits to each other Mm -hmm. you know that's what gets to me is the constantness of it um with me being home a little bit more and working from home a little bit more i've had more exposure to the good moments oh yeah which is nice but um getting a lot more of of the bad moments as well and, well, and it temp, just gets
0: on my pulled one of her, um, her, I'm gonna break papa moments tonight. She, uh, I'm, I'm like, okay honey, it's time to go to bed, let's see, you know, my, like, come here, I wanna snuggle with you for a little bit while mommy brushes, you know, daddy, or not mommy brushes daddy's teeth, while mommy <laughs> brushes Trent's <laughs> teeth. I don't have to do
1: that yet, do I? <laughs> no,
0: well, if you, if you're, if you're offering, you know, I'll, I'll be happily, be lazy about that, uh, just let you do it, but no, um, I want to snow with you for a little bit because daddy's got to go on a trip tomorrow. And she she just instantly, those big doe eyes of hers, she me she's like, A trip tomorrow? I'm like, Yeah. She's like, Well, you'll be back tomorrow night. I'm like, No, honey, I won't be back tomorrow night. It's one of the ones where I have to stay over. She's like, How many nights do you have to stay over? I'm like, I'm going to be staying over four nights. I'll be back on Friday. And it was just
1: instant. No, it wasn't even. But
0: oh. it wasn't even crying. It was that just that bottom lip and the tears welling up, and then like the single <laughs> solitary tear down the cheek. And then she just buries her face in my chest. I'm like, "Honey, what's up?" She's like, "I'm gonna miss you." And then she was like, all oh, you have one of those face huggers from the aliens." Just boom, She was attached to me, so we sat there and snuggled for a few minutes, and she wept, and I let her weep, and you know, she got you know through it. But it was just like, "Oh, don't you know?" It's, it's stuff like that. It's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was entertaining. So I, I, I get what you mean by the good, you know, it was it was a bittersweet moment. It's good and it's bad because it's like, you know, it's good that she loves you that much, but it's bad because it's like, oh, come on, kid, you're making me feel like crap. I'm already going to be gone out of town. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I so, know that making you feel like crap part really well because Trent especially is very good at doing is. that yes. for me.
0: So, but then today was fun and actually today ties into the topic that we're going to talk about tonight, which is why actually didn't plan it like that because actually we had to record last night, but after everything else between the, your trap home your, your stint on Coffin Joe which I actually wasn't a problem but you had already done that a little bit so you kind of got all your talkies out and I then, did
1: get a little bit of that out and I I was pretty tired were, I drove exhausted. for like four hours yeah. and,
0: and then the kids didn't go to sleep right away and they fought it and then Trent it was
1: mostly Trent that threw us into the let's yeah, do it tomorrow because he
0: he's the whole like I'm, I, he said, I don't want to sleep in my bed so I brought him downstairs to our bed and then he instantly passed out then I had to put him back into his bed and it was just a huge cluster and finally by that time I'm like, okay, we're done. We'll record tomorrow night. So, but you sent an article a few weeks back. Do you remember the article when you sent it? You sent me the link to it. What it was about? You, no, no. Okay, it was basically a, it was a mom writing like a, an op-ed piece um, oh, yeah. about let a little more danger into your kids' lives, Don't, or not let, but allow a little yeah. more danger to come into your kids' lives. Don't be so sheltering of them. And we have um, talked
1: about this a lot with like the free-range parenting mm-hmm, and things like mm-hmm. that. But it's more about actual physical risk rather than the all, all, all encompassing something bad could happen, yeah, yeah, but really more down to they could hurt themselves mm-hmm. doing it
0: well and what what she said was um what, one of the things that always annoys her and, and I've actually seen this I've actually experienced this myself and it annoys me too is uh her kids her one of her kids was standing on a swing. And like we, I, I don't know about you, but I remember doing this all the fucking time. You'd stand on a swing, you do the little leg pump yep. thing, and you go really high, but you were actually standing up on it. Yep. And it was f- fun as hell. Yeah. Um, and so this, you know, kid swinging back and forth, stand on the swing, and this other parent's were like looking at his kid like, okay, honey, well... This is not appropriate swinging behavior, and that's not how we use the equipment. And was being very condescending, but very passive aggressive about it. Wouldn't talk to the parent directly, but instead was making commentary oh to the kid God. about how you know yeah. this is not acceptable. And she's like, basically, what I did is I just, uh, I just, you know, I, I looked at him, I smiled, nodded, and I looked at my kid like you know I, I see what he's doing. I'm approving of this behavior. He's not mm-hmm. abusing the equipment. Yeah. you know, he's just doing
1: well. And I, I have some rules on playgrounds for my my children Mm -hmm. and i and i will make sure especially when they're really young that the other parents are are enforcing that same rule but i don't tell it to the kids Mm -hmm. i i say you know and actually you know what i usually do i do the one passive aggressive thing and then i speak up um and it's it's one particular thing sounds so stupid you do not climb up slides, you go down slides, period.
0: Well, she actually, and she, she talked about that. And she said that um, the climbing up of the slides, she's like, you know... Her her thing was if if it's if there's no other kids around right. and no if, other kids want to be on the slide right. and the kids aren't being rude or just stopping the other kids then why not let your child run up the slide and
1: I do uh, let yeah, them
0: but but you know she said, but otherwise if there's a playground full of kids then no you know they got to find something else to do right so
1: and that's where I draw, draw the line if we're alone on the playground they can go up and down as much as they want as long as they're not you know hogging it or mm-hmm. whatever but um, in particular I remember at a kiddie playground like a slide, a slide that's a, like a foot and a half long mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a teeny tiny slide and this kid kept trying to go up and it was a bigger kid where he should, probably shouldn't have been in the first place yep. but I was going to let that go Um, and he kept going up the slide and preventing other people from doing it and almost colliding heads with mm-hmm. little little babies you know and I'm like okay The the slide is for down only And I said it directly to the kid, slides for down only, Mm -hmm. you know, nicely, but that's what I said. And then, um, the parent kind of looked at me from several, Mm -hmm. quite a ways away, kind of looked at me like, oh, you're that mom. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yep, that's me. Raise my hand. I'm that mom. And then a kid kept doing it and I'm, and I, I kind of waved at her and I said, can you, you know, and I just kind of motioned like, can you handle that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, uh. I normally, you know this, I normally don't step in and say jack shit about anybody else's shit because I don't, Uh I am not that person. But if it's going to cause collisions with strangers mm-hmm. i'm pretty much like eh, nope let's not do this
0: yeah so. well and I'm, I'm the same way i'm like when i go to the playgrounds i'll watch my kids like oh, and i'll like you know don't do this or if they're doing something not so much that i if they're just being assholes towards the other kids or doing something that's rude to the other kids and mean yeah. aren't seeing it i'll call them out on it but unlike you if a uh child is, uh, the other person's child is doing something like that and I nine times out of ten what will happen is I'll look around for the parent mm-hmm. and I they're all too busy in their phones be talking or smoking a cigarette whatever so I can't tell who the kid's parent is so I just look at the kid and hey not really a cool thing to do please knock that off you know just kind of yeah. that and then you know what normally happens with me is I'm like big scary bearded man so kid goes like running crying and then the lady comes over oh, what's going on and I'm like kid was kind of being an asshole and mm-hmm. was doing this and Everybody else is playing fair, they can play by the rules too. And then they'll start squawking at me and I'll just give them the look. Like Do you really Do you really want to go down this path with me? Do I look like the person that you really want to go down this path? <laughs> you know, yes, I know you're pissed off on my bear, blah, 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 whatever, but perhaps if you're watching a little fuck trophy in the first place, we wouldn't have this problem. And normally if I just give them the look They'll go, well, you just need to knock it off and stop causing mom so many problems. And then they'll yeah. you know, turn around and walk away. They don't ever want to actually like confront me, which I understand.
1: I, if if I see a behavior over and over again that's that's just downright bad, like not kind of, you know, I can move off somewhere else mm-hmm. or whatever, but just downright bad, I will say, where is your mother? Just like that. Yeah. That tone and everything. Where is your mother? Mm-hmm. And if, you know, they'll point and I'll go, just so you know, this child is causing this problem and if it doesn't stop i think me and the other parents might ask you to leave mm-hmm. and i will call pe- uh, people other people too and mo- sometimes you'll get the nods in the back that other moms are like "Mm-hmm."
0: they're just all too scared to say anything yep yeah see that's the probably the passive aggressiveness here in oregon where people just won't actually step up and say anything I, and- i've
1: only done that one time and it was a complete shit. He kept he kept kicking rocks and kicking mm-hmm. uh, bark dust at the other kids. Mm-hmm. And like I said, and this is what the article go. Oh, I'm all tongue tied. The article gets into letting your kids be exposed to physical danger, yeah. and I'm all for that. I'm just not for them being exposed to people who are actively doing things to get them hurt.
0: Well, see, that's the that's the delineation they drew there. Is that? But when she said when she's like very specifically was like, hey, when your kids, you should not be afraid to let them be exposed to physical danger as long as they're in control of the situation. Meaning they're the ones making the judgment about it. Like she said, if my kid wants to jump off something, I'll go, hey, only if you're comfortable with it. Not, you know, little Johnny boy over here is egging on Susie. Oh, look, you should jump. You should always oh, your security pants. You should, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. But just if the kid is looking at it like, I got this do it and then if they fall right. down they hurt themselves okay well, you didn't you didn't have that obviously so let's move right. on um
1: i always go back to tempe in the monkey bar she was mm-hmm. terrified she could do it i knew she could do it she kept she kept wanting me to come get her she'd get like yep. three in yep. start to lose her grip and she wanted me to catch her or grab her and, and yeah. put her down and i said no You you can do this all on your own or not at all. Yeah. And she wanted to do it, but she was she actually was crying. She's like, I want to do it, but I I'm I'm gonna fall and hurt myself. And I'm like, No, you're not, because what you don't realize is your eyes are way higher than your feet, Mm -hmm. and the drop from your foot to the ground isn't that far. So, I took her over there, got her out into the third one, and I said, Now jump. Yeah. And she she was like, I don't I don't want to hurt myself. I'm like, I'm right here. You're not gonna hurt yourself. Just let go. And teaching her that. Mm-hmm. you know, this far, you know, two, three feet isn't a big jump for her. It just feels like it because she's tall. Yeah. Or taller. Um, and that's the kind of thing I think that this lady was getting to is teach your kids that if... That they can do it. Yep. Or they cannot do it. Yep. But they can't have you do it for them.
0: All the time, yeah. Well, and I mean, even as or not Ezra, but Trent, um, there's that one uh, park we have locally here that has... I don't even know how you say it. It's like this little climbing thing that you climb up. It's, like, made of plastic, and it's almost supposed to be a rock wall, but it's got steps. Yeah. And um, you, you can climb up to the, the top to go down the big slide. He's been wanting to do that for as long as he's seen it. Yeah. And he do the same thing. He get, like, one step up or two steps up and get really scared. Daddy, help me. Am I not, you know, um, No. And, and I said, hey, if you can't get up there by yourself, then you're probably not ready for it yet. but exactly. let's, let's find, let's go to these stairs here that are smaller for you. And you try those stairs and see if we can try your hand at that. And he, he'd get upset, but I really want to do this. I'm like, then do it. But I scared. I'm like, well, if you're scared, you're not ready yet. So you just need to wait. Mm-hmm. And he'd hop back down. And this last time I took him to the park on spring break, I'm sitting there and, and, and there was the incident with the dog and Ezra and the whole fiasco there. Um, and, so i was making i was paying attention to that because because of what was happening there and all of a i also look over and trance three quarters of the way up and i was like and i'm i stopped for a second i'm like i don't want to say anything because if i if i shout i'm gonna startle and then he will fall yep i gotta see if he's got this and he, he's up the rest of it shot down the big slide came around and flying up it again i'm like okay he figured it out he's got it he's good
1: this is similar to the reaction we get when we tell people he sleeps on the top bunk yeah won't he fall out no I'm like, no. How does he get up there? He climbs. He climbs the ladder. How does he get down? He, he climbs, climbs down. down the ladder. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are we missing here? And it does have a railing on the outside. He's not yeah. going to tumble out in his sleep. Um, But we've already had this house where he jumps on the bed and hits his head on the ceiling really hard. He and, hates that.
0: And he figured it out. He
1: yeah. hits his head on the railing sometimes when he throws fits. He'll just bonk, bonk himself right into it. But that would happen on the bottom one, too. Exactly. it still has railings, too. <laughs> um, exactly. Um. You know, you get these weird like looks mm-hmm. as a parent when you tell people, you know, we let Ezra ride his bike to the park. Mm-hmm. You, but that's really far. Like, not well, and, really. And, not,
0: and 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 in this town, you know, granted, if we were living in a, a worse neighborhood, I would be right. a little bit different about things. But um, we let them have their own experiences and, and, and just say, hey, look, go do this. And so today, your your dad had contacted me about a week ago. He has this old. He he likes he quick like you know ten thousand foot overview. He's done dirt track racing for quite some time. Been very active and involved in the local racetrack for quite some time. Um, Helps out quite a bit. They had this race car that they're using to do... uh Basically, it was to train new rescue people on how, you know, here's what, here's what the safety switch looks like. You need to kill the engine. Here's how you do it. Here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. Here's how you extract somebody from a car if they're knocked out. Here's how these cars are normally built. Basically, just training people on how to help somebody if they fuck up and get in an accident. Well, now, that's all been said and done. It was They're, they're scrapping the rest of the car. But right. first, before he scraps it, he's got to break it down into the different metal. T- he's got to pull the aluminum panels off, etc., etc. And this thing, I swear to God, probably has, you know, like, the entire stock of rivets, from, the, from the, in the northwest, on it there were so many fucking rivets. But he's like, I want to give the kids, you know, give Ezra's cousin a drill and give Ezra a drill. and I just want them to let them go to town. The rivets, they're gonna break a few drill bits. They're gonna probably possibly scraping themselves. He's like, but I want, I'm not, I'm, he's trying, trying to explain to me. black a
1: few knuckles. <laughs> he's like, you
0: know, he's like trying to reason with me. I'm like, Dude, you, you had me at drill bit. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> he can come over. When do you want to do this? Let me know. We'll have it, it won't happen. And we did. We put Ezra out there we showed him, here's how you do it. And it took him about four or five rivets before he got The confidence enough that yes, I can actually, you know, push some pressure into the drill because just holding it there on, (laughs) barely touching it, doesn't do anything except dull the drill bit. But he got through it and started taking it apart and then was doing other stuff and was dinking around with the tools. And then Trent was doing his normal Trent thing. Trent loves tools. Trent loves getting all all up in that. So he was playing with the jack. He was, he was, he grabbed. He manhandled a hand truck. It was funny. A hand truck that Ezra has like, oh, God. He just spun it around, grabbed it, and started walking with it. I told him he could play with it as long as he kept it away from um, the truck bed that your dad was doing body work on. Um, And then he was getting bored because he could at the time he didn't have anything actively to do. So your dad had the genius idea. He grabbed a bunch of, of bolts from his stockpile and the nuts to go with him and said, here, I need you to put these together for me. These need to be put together so we can do this project. And Trent thought okay I'm helping and just put them together but that didn't
1: it didn't keep it for very long because he's super fast at that didn't buy
0: your dad nearly as much free time as he thought he's like okay so he gives him a different pattern bolt like here's a metric bolt with metric nuts and he put those together and he's like okay now Trent pulls these apart, so Trent pulls them all apart. And he mixed them up, and he's like, "Now you got to match them up." So he made Trent because they're, they're a different thread pitch, so mm-hmm. only certain nuts that fit on certain bolts. And that occupied his mind for a lot longer. And then he's like, "I want a hammer, Daddy." I'm like, "You want a hammer on something?" He's like, "Yeah, I want a hammer." He's like, "I want to hammer this," and he points to your dad's truck bed again. I'm like, "No, no, no. See, the, the hammering's are, he, the, the that part of the bodywork's been done. Papa doesn't want any more dents in it. He just got all the dents out." And your dad's <laughs> snickering. I'm like, "But we can find something else for you to hammer." And I found a hammer that was. Heavy, but not so heavy he couldn't swing it, and uh that's actually what I opened with. He spent like two hours on the back of this race car, <laughs> just tink, <laughs> tink, 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 <clears> tink, <throat> tink, Oh, I' tired, Daddy. <laughs> okay, take a break. <sighs> tink, 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 tink. <laughs> and he was just, just beating the snot. He's like, I' taking it apart with you. I'm like, Yeah, you're taking it apart with us, buddy. And. He was back there just going to town on it, and we had air tools and saws and screwdrivers and ratchets, and the, all the kids were all over this thing, climbing all up in it, um, getting dirty, getting, you know, having fun, all sorts of things that the, the, your typical helicopter parent or any of these other people would be like, oh, that's uh, a drill pit? You understand those are sharp, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and the, what and the, so
1: will they if they hurt themselves. Well, well, <laughs>
0: well, here's the first thing I told Ezra. I said, okay, look, buddy do this, and then I saw your dad, he was like, he grabbed onto the race car with his hand to be able to pull himself into it, so he could put some pressure on the drill, and I know from his confidence and how long he's been using tools, how close he was to the drill was perfectly acceptable for him, and I'm watching Ezra watching it, so as soon as he finished up and got done talking to Ezra about it, I said, okay, I don't want your hand where Papa had his hand, though, because if your drill, if you slip with the drill, which you're going to do because you're new, you're going to drill through your hand, also, don't put the hand directly behind the thing you're going to drill because you're going to drill through your hand. And your dad started cracking up. He's like, yeah, I probably should have said that. Huh? I'm like, oh, we're good. We're <laughs> fine. I'm um, Just my one little piece of two cents there. And Ezra didn't. He made sure if he's holding on to something, he kept his hand away from the tools. And they had a great time. They had, a, they, it was, you know, f- five hours we were over there. Five hours they spent tearing this race car apart. Five hours. How often do you get kids that are occupied with one thing for five hours? The longest break Ezra took was when Trent... Who understood, or not understood, but understandably, got a little bored and wanted to go play out in the field for a little bit. And he said, "As you come, please come play with me." And Ezra's like, "He really wants me to go play with him." I like, do. Go ahead, take a few minutes, go play. I knew it was going to end pretty quickly, and it did. And he came back and grabbed another tool and started banging on the race car again. And yeah. so Ezra grabbed the drill and started drilling. Um, But it's experiences like that, things like that, that there's no need. Why deprive? children of that why not let them have that you know let them they're gonna fall down they're gonna scrape they're gonna get bruised these things are gonna happen but the confidence that is gained when you allow your kids to do these things and they because i remember as a as a child when my dad finally let me change his oil for the first time and i fucked it up fucked it up hard because the first words that words out of his mouth were we just drove 20 miles to this place it's gonna be hot so, it's going to hurt when the oil comes out. Move your hand immediately, but don't you drop that fucking oil pan bolt. Don't you drop that drain plug. Do not drop that drain plug. You hold on to that and, you know, don't let it go. All right. So, I grab the wrench and I'm wrenching it off and I get to it the point it's loose and I loose, 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 loose. And as soon as that hot oil hit my hand, I'm like, ow! <laughs> <laughs> and, and my dad just goes, God. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> he like he he wanted to be angry at me. He's like, but then again, afterwards, he knew it was gonna happen. He knew it was I gonna mean, happen. And he knew he should have been underneath there with me to catch it. And you know, and he's just like, and he's like, of course, the toolbox that had his magnet in it was at home because we're at my <laughs> grandparents' house. And uh, and because he was up there to change the oil in their car as well too. So he figured if they were doing it for theirs, he might as well do it for his. Plus, the nice long run gets the oil nice and hot. You know, et cetera, et cetera. So he's sitting there and he's like. And he's just kinda like you know, Yeah, it's like uh. I told you not to drop it, didn't I? I'm like, Yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's like, No, I, I it's, it, was, it was an accident. But I told you it was gonna be hot and just you can see him like he was like it was zirking. he was frustrated with himself and he was like, you know, but I'm the reason why it happened, but at the same time it was his fault for letting it happen, you know, as so he's going like blah 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 and then he's like, It's okay. No, you know what? No what just never mind. I I should have I should have bet he, he's like, I'm sorry. You're, I'm not mad at you. It was an accident, and it happened, blah blah blah. He's like, But now I gotta get that fucking thing and he's looking at this pan of oil, this nice pan of hot oil and he's just like and he sticks his hand, and he only kept his hand in for as long as he could till he found it. And that alone, to me, was enough.
1: Oh, that Th- was punishment right That there. was punishment
0: enough. I felt so bad. Here's my dad having to hurt himself because I did something, and I made sure that I never dropped the oil thing again. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it wasn't scalding hot. I shouldn't have even dropped in the first place. It was just startling because the mm-hmm. oil shot out. It was it was a bunch of sensory overload at once. The oil, as soon as that plug let loose, it kind of the oil pressure forced it out a little bit. It was hot oil splattered on my hand. So all at once, when me go whoa, and plunk into there it went. Um, this is back before the days they had those little mesh nets you have over top of the oil pants now that don't prevent just you know probably enough parents had their oil plugs dropping they're like fuck that noise we'll put a net over it <laughs> <laughs> um but he my dad was very good about that in fact he was so much so that he required me to be present during auto repairs or house repairs or whatnot because he wanted me to know how to do these things as well too and i'm very appreciative of that fact because a car breaks down the side of the road Nine times out of ten, unless there's a severe failure or something, I can usually get it to a point where I can limp it along to wherever I need it to go to fix it. And I'm usually fixing it myself if I can't. But I'm never actually ever just like stranded somewhere, you know? And Go ahead.
1: Well, we didn't, we didn't learn a lot of practical skills. But we, we were raised out in the country where mm-hmm. you kind of had to make your own fun. There, yeah. there weren't a lot of safe, quote-unquote, playgrounds. Although I will say the, the time I hurt myself the worst in grade school... Uh, was when I fell off of a a swing at school using it correctly. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I was trying to jump off, but you know, it actually, I actually fell before I actually jumped off. So it wasn't so. the jumping that hurt you; right. it was just you being clumsy. Right?
0: <laughs> Shh. You're saying <laughs> it happens.
1: Um. Anyway, so we we climbed trees, mm-hmm. and I mean, dug fur Big all the way to the top, trees. all the way to the top. We were allowed to put some granola bars in our pocket and grab a flashlight and go roam the back 200 acres mm-hmm. um with no before there was such a thing as even a decent enough walkie-talkie to mm-hmm. be able to reach that far well i mean they it's just, just one big really ass game, <laughs> uh, oh, one yeah,
0: it um, game of marco polo
1: we got lost oh yeah it happens <laughs> it's a country ass
0: game of marco polo
1: we got really like dark lost like like, we were waving the flashlights in the air to, to have somebody come find us, and nobody did. Yeah. <laughs> we made it back. Yeah. Um, we walked to the bus in the morning with all the wild animals. Jake has a great story about being stalked by a cougar. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and, you know, I still don't believe that story, because the only cougar that was stalking him is the one he's currently <laughs> married to, so... <laughs> hi <Hi-yo. laughs> Um,
1: I mean, it just... We weren't we weren't coddled or babied. I mean, I've told stories mm-hmm. before about the fact that we were allowed to be pretty free roaming in terms of public transit yeah. and, you know, uh, that sort of stuff. And I'll never forget, and this is obviously for a much older child, but I was 16. I'd had my license for like a week and I had a doctor's appointment
0: mm-hmm.
1: and in... <laughs> in downtown hillsboro. Oh. <laughs> Big city. Um so I got to the doctor's appointment fine, parked in the parking garage. I went to pull out of the parking garage and it's a bunch of one-way streets and stuff down there and I was a little turned around and I'm like, which way do I turn? And I called my mom and I said, "Which do- way do I turn out of the parking garage?" She goes, "I don't know." I don't even know where you are." I'm like, "But I don't know where to go." She's like, "Then leave the parking garage and if you make a wrong turn, turn again." until you turn the correct way because if you go if you make three left turns you're back where you start you know like kind of like well you know and that's
0: the thing is that kids need to get lost once in a while so they can get that deductive reasoning to be able to figure their way out of that situation and i don't mean like lost like you know like missing a milk carton but like if you get disoriented and you lose your sense of direction for a second stop and think Landmarkers. Where have you been? Like, there was this one time, uh, this back when I was helping out with the church and whatnot. And I was I was leading a youth group. We had this special get together at somebody's house, and they were like deep out in the middle of nowhere, Washington. And I I, I got lost a little bit going there because I made a wrong turn, you know, so on and so forth. But finally, this one girl calls up and she's freaking. She's like, I, I don't know where I'm at. She's like, I'm looking at a mailbox, I'm like <laughs> That's the best landmarker you can give me as a mailbox. She's like, yeah, well, I'm looking at it. It's a mailbox. I'm like, honey, I understand that. But every house has a mailbox. <laughs> it's not. She's like, well, it's like a black mailbox. I'm like, so you cut it down by statistically maybe 5% there, right? Okay, good. We we got that figured out. I'm like, she's like, I'm like, so you have no idea where you got She's like, no. I'm like, okay. Do you remember passing such and such landmark? I think it was like a Fred Meyer or something like that. She's like, yeah. I'm like, then go back to it. How do I do that? Well, the way you you got to wherever you're at, turn around and backtrack that route. If you made a left turn on this street, turn right off that street, and just do the opposite of what you're doing to get back onto the other street you were on, you're good to go. And she's like, well, I can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? Huh? And it broke my brain. Like, you weren't paying enough attention to what you were doing that you can't go backwards in time, five Five landmarks, five steps, five landmarks, and get back to where you need to be. That's... I need to let me meet your father so I can slap him. That's not okay. Your mom, somebody, somebody needs to be smacked for this because I get being disoriented, but you she was like like hyperventilating, panic. I mean, this is not. It's yeah. not like you're in the middle of. I mean, you're literally you're, you're five minutes from civilization. So if it really came down to it, if you just sat there for a little while, we could put it out an APB, quote unquote, on your car, and somebody would be able to find you. Roll forward another, you know, couple, yeah, like a couple blocks, whatever. I'm sure you're going to find a road sign. If you could just give me a road sign, I could look at a map and figure. She's like, You can do that? <laughs> like That's what maps are that's for. That's what I
1: used to do when I moved to a new town. In fact, when I moved to Southern California, and I, I was, I would just drive around until I got thoroughly lost and then look it up on a map. Where mm-hmm. am I? Oh, okay. And I'd find my way back. Mm-hmm. I, it was one of my favorite things to do.
0: Well, it allows you to lay the land, but it's just that, it's that. You know, it, it it's experiencing things and having that 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 problem solving and being allowed those things as you're younger helps to build towards that when you get older. Being able to handle yourself in those kinds of situations because, um, it's just it's it, not to mention the fact that it's fun. It's when you're a kid to, like like back I used to build bike ramps. Love building a fucking bike ramp, and I know that that in my mind what these bike ramps were compared to what they actually were. <laughs> like, you know, it's a whole Napoleon Dynamite thing. You got like three feet of air that type. is like more like three inches. But still, it was that freedom of your tires leaving the ground. And then you landed it and not fucking it up and killing yourself. It was like, oh, yes. You know, I totally fucking nailed that. And we my, we would spend hours jumping our bikes. And we'd just, we'd like, okay, we, we've mastered this at this height. Let's find another cinder block. And somehow we just had access to like a lot of cinder blocks. and We just keep stacking it higher and higher. And then you learn pretty quickly that if you got to a certain height with the cinder blocks, then that base became unstable. So as soon as your bike hit it, the entire fucking thing collapsed. And you slammed into your handlebars and knocked the wind at yourself. It's like, Oh. That's not stable enough to hold weight. So then you learn that whole concept of okay, well we need to restructure this so they can actually take the impact of a bike hitting it, so that you can actually go up and over like you meant to. And then you also learn about speed and that not enough speed means you go endo because your bike your front tires goes thunk and you flip over it. Too much speed means if you pulled it out, ooh that looked fucking awesome. If you did, and you're gonna hit the ground and then get some you know get some road brash. but it was all valuable lessons to learn because. It taught you these things. I mean, it, we were teaching ourselves engineering before we even knew what the fuck engineering was because we were learning how to make this stuff work.
1: And to get to the psychology of it too, we, you sh- somebody shared, and it. it might have been you, it might have been somebody else, but somewhere along the line, I saw a video of twin boys that ride bikes, mm-hmm, BMX bikes.
0: And they started off on the balance bikes.
1: Well, at the at the time, the video that I saw was taken. All I knew and what I knew of it when I brought it up to you is that they were four and mm-hmm. they were twins and they were riding bikes. That's all I knew. But riding them really well. They were
0: out on an actual BMX on like one of those skate parks. Yeah, and they were doing like BMX style tricks and jumps. And they were doing better than some of the sixteen-year-olds that were there. Well,
1: and I looked at them and I said, I don't think I would let Tempe do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I caught myself going. Why not? That's right. And then I'm like, but would I let Trent do it? And I'm like, why not? Like, I, I mean, I'm With going prob- through it in my head. Like, as long as he's wearing a helmet, mm-hmm. the worst he's going to do is break a bone. You know, he could, but he's We're done that. He done did that, that playing yeah. on the fucking playground, <laughs> you know? Like, the thought process was, oh, I would never let my kid do that. Well, why wouldn't I let my kid do that? Well, they might get hurt, but they're going to get hurt anyway. Might as well let them do it, doing something fun yep. and developing a skill, et cetera, et cetera. And they will, it will most importantly teach them to not be afraid. Yeah. Most, the most important thing they can learn at this age is don't be afraid of. To so try something new. Just the, you know, mm-hmm. know the consequences, but don't be afraid of them. And, and
0: don't let them, you Stop know. Stop Don't let them necessarily, I mean, the, in certain situations you'll look at and go, yeah, that's just fucking dumb. Um, like, for example, cliff diving. I don't care how old you are, I have a real big problem with that because there's too many people that don't do the smart thing first. And you know what? Rather than just go blindly jump off this cliff into the water and go, oh, that was really cool, why don't we just take five minutes and get into the water first and just feel around with our feet? If you can touch rock, not a good spot to jump because as soon as you dive in, your head's going to hit that. and And all these stories of, well, this person jumped off a cliff and then got a rock in the ass or whatever, it's like you gotta you know at least look before and it's that whole concept though of thinking ahead which you can learn at a younger age if you start getting these calls because as an example i wanted to build a slide out of plywood i just shouldn't say out of plywood that sounds stupid i wanted to build a slide when i was a little bit younger um and I don't even remember why I wanted to do it, but I wanted—I think I was actually—I was building it as like as I—I I wanted to like do this little car ramp thing with my Hot Wheels. I'm like, well, oh, it'd be kind of cool if I had a slide too off the stairs. So I'm figuring like, okay, what can I use to make a platform to make a slide on? I'm like, bingo, wood. I can use wood, and not putting—and I didn't go to put that forethought into it at the time. I was only like six. That you know, what does wood normally do to your hands if you slide your hand across, <laughs> right? And it was plywood. Plywood has a very smooth side. Has a very pokey in the ass side. <laughs> I flipped it wrong side down. Went sliding down. It let out yelp. Mom comes out just to see me. You know, She's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm sliding on the slide. She's like, with plywood? Mm. I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah. She starts laughing because it just <laughs> her like overload her brain. She started cracking up. She's like, "That your ass is hurting right now. So she's like, let me grab the tweezers. So she grabs <laughs> the tweezers. She pulls some hands down. Then she really loses it because <laughs> I have like hundreds of slivers in my ass, right? Because just, just, just slivers upon slivers and I'm like it hurts, it hurts and she's like pluck, pluck, pluck and she's it's like you know some people pluck their eyebrows she's plucked me slivers out of my ass but I learned a valuable lesson that day you think about the end consequence okay Ezra
1: did that, yeah. when Ezra did that he laid down in the bark chips to uh, quote unquote work on his, on his, power, his wheel. power wheel
0: and got an ass load of slivers oh, in himself oh man
1: so many but he's always been very careful about that since then, then.
0: yeah and so but it's one of those things it, it, it taught me a valuable lesson because now I don't just look at like oh it'd be really fucking cool if I did this it's like All right, let's look at the end part here. We'll do this. Yeah, it's going to be risky, but I'm still going to do it in the safest manner as possible. And sometimes, like skateboarding, I'm like, I'll try it. And I made it. Woohoo! Or other times, oh, you know what? I miscalculated that one. Fuck, that hurt. Get up, try it again, and you move on. But it was all that was valuable stuff to know mm-hmm. for down the road and it, you know and like i said you like you, you're getting engineering skills you're learning how to engineer stuff before you like even know what engineering yeah, is you're,
1: you're talking about all these skills and i'm like no i'm i'm th- thinking about yeah. all the psychology of it well, like it, just goes, it goes
0: both ways though because you get those people that you know for uh, one thing i really love about my parents is as much as they hated it and as much as they wanted to yell at me for it i used to take shit apart like, if, it, if I could get my hands upon, upon it and I didn't think it was going to, like, if I, I knew, basically I could grab it and I knew that by taking it apart, if I couldn't get it back together, I wasn't going to die. I wasn't going to die for it. Like, if it was one of my dad's tools something like that, I would take it apart because <coughs> I wanted to see how shit worked. Brand new radio. My mom's favorite story. Brand new radio I got for my birthday. Took the fucker apart three days later to see how it all worked. to Look at the internal electronics and whatnot and then put it back together again. And that pissed my parents off. My dad especially. He's like, I just... What, what, the, what? And then he just like, you know, he'd stop and he'd take a breath. He's like, okay, well, if you break it, you it's your own fucking fault. You can't, you know, if you, it doesn't work, you put it back together. That's your own damn fault. And you know that whole thing. And but he let me do it. And you know, he's he 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 said it now. He looks back. He's like, I'm really glad I will let you do those things because. While at the time all I could think of was $100 radio, $100 radio, $100 radio, it turns out that, you know, that $100 radio is turning into a X amount per year career for you because you're able to tinker with shit and pull it apart and you're able to put, you know, two thoughts together and figure stuff out. And so there's no reason why we, I just, I, I get wanting to protect your children, but wanting to protect your children and then stopping them from experiencing certain things in life are two totally different aspects you, you, you won't
1: see the bad effects until so much later and i think without sounding too much like uh kids these days um i think that we're seeing that a lot to um, some extent yeah in the way that our kids our our young folk seem so inept mm-hmm. at some of the most basic functions of life um and that's not everybody. I mean, by far. Um yep. But I I do see it. I do see it a lot. Like we used to call them dumb blondes, but now it's just you know dumb everybody. Um, <laughs> people who who are well, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Will you just do the thing, or how do you figure out how to do that? People ask me, how'd you figure out how to do that? I'm like, I played with it.
0: Mm-hmm. I got in there, I messed around with it, and
1: and it can be as simple as an application on your phone or computer, or as as you know basic is finding a, you know, I hear, I hear people all bring something up. Oh, did you see that new such and such on such and such?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No. How'd you notice that? I'm like, cause I, I keep my eyes open and I mm-hmm. look at things. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, I remember I was in, I it was in sixth or seventh grade. No, sixth grade. And uh, and a close neighborhood, neighbor friend, a neighbor of ours who also was a close friend of the family, she had to go to work one night and she wanted to know if I'd be willing to come over there and sit with her kid um, just for a couple hours until she was able to get off. It was just, it was that gap between when the kid was off daycare um, and when she was able to get off work, knowing that my parents are three doors down because, not the band, but Literally, we were three doors down from where <laughs> she was at. Sorry. <laughs> you you kind of looked at me there for a second. I thought maybe you caught on I to it. I didn't. I'm zoning, like my <coughs> yeah. Um, and and so if I if I needed something, I could just call my parents, and they come over and they help me out with it. But that way, you know, I could learn a little bit of responsibility. She knew me well enough to trust me. So on and so forth. So we, you know, I, 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 and I was always really good with her kid. Um, and I've always been really good with the kids in general. So, you know, we played around, had a good time. It was, um, it was her daughter. So we, you know, I played the whole, the whole dress up thing. She put the, like, you know, she's like, here's the dolly, dress the dolly, I dress the dolly, blah, blah, blah. We did that whole thing. And then finally it was time to kind of wind down for the night. So I put, you know, I, it was one of her favorite shows on. I remember what it was she's watching TV and all that, where she's good to go and her the lady was even nice so she's like if you want to hop on the computer play a game or something like that wants things to calm down you know as long as you're not ignoring her it's totally fine and I love computers so I'm like I get on there and I know what well, I thought something was wrong with the computer because there wasn't as many colors on it as there were on mine well fuck, well, fuck. I know what my set to do to make these many colors so I'm going to fix this shit so I set it re- reboot giant fucking error can't initialize video driver blah 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 and I was like oh fuck me and I'm like you know what Cause then I realized I've got to go tell my dad that I just fucked this lady's computer up. Don't know how oh, bad yeah. yet. Yeah. And so, I, and I know how dad's gonna respond. What the fuck? Why? She said you could play it, not dick with it. Goddamn. <laughs> Which is exactly how he responded. But I, I nodded up and I went over there and I call. I called my dad. Well, I, I call because I didn't want to leave the kid there, of course. So I call my dad. He comes over. What did you do? Why did you touch that? And he's looking. He's like, what? piece load letter. What the fuck is that? You know, he was like that whole thing. It's like this area needs nothing. It's like, what the hell is this? And he's freaking out. And she. And at this point, I'm like, I'm sobbing. I'm, I'm, I'm so upset. I'm like, oh, I just broke this lady's computer. <laughs> and then this is the time when computers were. Really Really fucking yeah. expensive. Like, really fucking expensive. Not that they're cheap now, but they're, like, really not cheap back then. Um, She finally gets home. My dad's like, hey, look, I'm sorry. My kid fucked up. I'll take it out of his ass, but I'll pay you for whatever. And, she's, and she looks at him and she goes, oh, honey, honey. And she's like, calm down, honey. And she grabs me and she brings me in and she gives me the big, like, one of those big, like, boob hug, hug, hugs. Which yeah. was cool in my books. I had a crush on her, right? Aww. Like, oh, boobies, right? <laughs> <laughs> boobies make it so all better. It kind of worked out to my benefit <laughs> in some ways. Um, But she's like. I didn't realize what she did for a living. She did. She was a computer tech. Mm-hmm. She said, like, "There's not a fucking thing you could do to this computer that I can't undo." And she looks at it. She's like, "You messed. my, You were trying to change the, this, something to do with the monitor. Was it not not the right colors you wanted?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Uh huh." You changed the video driver. Only problem is I don't have that card. And she's explained it, but she wasn't talking down. Like she wasn't yeah, trying to yeah. like bring it down to my level. She's like, "You changed the video driver. It's not compatible with what I have." And she lays it all out to me. And I go, "Oh, okay." And my dad's dumbfounded. Like, wait, you understood the, the whole. <laughs> Huh? he's trying to keep up with it <laughs> you know? and he grasped the, like, the outer edges of it but I, you know, she's like watch this and she's like come here she hops in there real quick changes one thing reboots boom back to windows and that point I just hit the ground like oh thank god, <laughs> and god I was so relieved and my dad's like so that's it we're good like, I don't owe you any money she's like no we're good he's like Okay, get your ass back to the house. Blah, 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 blah. He's chasing me back to the house and just do that whole like, make sure I'm you're, I'm scared enough never to fucking do it again on somebody else's computer. He's like, right. You want to break your own shit? That's fucking fine, but you don't fucking touch other people's. <laughs> 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 Reading me the whole riot act. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But you know, it's those kinds of experiences that you learn valuable life lessons from. Like, you know what? Yeah, if I want to tweak with my own shit and I break it, totally fine. I have to own it. I have to fix it. That's fine don't fuck with somebody else's shit unless you're being told you can, you know, and stuff like that. And so it's just, it's, I think that, like you said, kids are missing out quite a bit on certain experiences. Not all of them are great. Like, you know, the whole latchkey kid thing, it goes back and forth. I mean, there's, 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 we let Ezra come home after school. He's home for a couple hours by himself and he's totally okay with it. And he's fine. But it's not like we're going, we're doing it so we can go to the bar drinking. Right. So if it's a latchkey kid, because daddy wants to go get fucked up and wasted, and try to pick some girl up at the bar that's a problem, but if the latchkey kid because it's an hour and a half between when he gets off school and when you get home from work, and it seems kind of petty to get you know a ten or eleven year old a babysitter for that period of time, yeah, especially when one who's responsible enough to handle it himself. Then yeah, latchkey kid it is whatever you know.
1: I think that's when I definitely decided that he could stay at home by himself. Is what would a babysitter do? <laughs> like. What would a babysitter be doing for him? Mm-hmm. Keeping him alive because he he can do that for yeah. the most part. Like <laughs> yeah,
0: and he's also very good. In fact, it's almost to the point where it's almost it's almost too much. Where he'll call to make sure, can I do this or can I? I'm like, yeah, sure, or no, don't do that or whatever. And you know, but it, it works out. But it's just, but also there are some kids that I've met. There's no way in fucking hell I would leave them alone even for a second. But. You know, it, it, you have to judge it and base it. And it's like we always say, you've got to gauge it based upon the child. But you should should still let them have certain life experiences. There's, you know, like you said, growing up on a farm, I had access to my grandparents' farm. I had access to my uncle's farm or my uncle's 19 acres. And some of my best memories are being out in the middle of fucking nowhere on this property and just dicking around and doing stupid shit and goofing off, and sometimes the the herd of cattle would chase you, and I you had to I hurt myself out.
1: really badly, actually, um, in my granddad's barn. We weren't supposed to be in there. <laughs>
0: um, it always sucks when you hurt yourself in a place where you weren't supposed to be, and but I, you thought you were going to be so careful and it was going to be fine.
1: So let me let me get all this out because this could be this is like therapy right now. Um, so I hurt myself in the barn. Mm-hmm. I hit my head on. I don't know if anybody's familiar with this, but there's. Uh, a contraption that's like a conveyor belt for hay but because hay can is not an easy thing to transport it basically is like a chain on a chainsaw mm-hmm. and it has these hooks that hook through the hay bales mm-hmm. and we were jumping off of the hay bales onto the ground and i happened to jump right under that thing and i got Throws a hook to the head, to the head. yeah like like, I think there's still... In fact, I think that's what this lump right here on the top of my head is it's from. It's
0: still part of that hook embedded in your uh, school. Quite lump. possibly.
1: <laughs> and I cried. I cried and cried and cried. And everyone was like, don't tell we were down here. Because it was a bunch of us. Don't tell we were down here. And I didn't. But I got back up there and mom asked, you know, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm like yeah, I just... I'm fine, you know. I'm fine. And, uh... I immediately went to my dad's for the weekend. Like they met shortly after that mm. and did the whole transfer over or whatever. And then I, I went back home a couple days later and it was still a giant knot on my head with a crack down the limb. I mean, it split mm. open the skin and the whole nine. And, uh, she's like, how did this happen? I'm like, I hit my head on the bunk bed at dad's.
0: Oh, geez. Throw your dad into the bus. Poor guy. I totally
1: did. And I was like really <laughs> young. I was, I had oh. to have been, I had to have been like seven, maybe um because i didn't want to get in trouble for being in the Mm -hmm, barn mm -hmm. like it made sense at the time and i didn't understand that it would get him Mm -hmm. in trouble even a little bit and i still don't know what the fallout was from all that but it hurt so bad i i mean i i i honestly do think i still have a scar Mm -hmm. on the top of my head from that and i learned don't play where my mom was really lenient and told me not to go down there I should have trusted that I shouldn't be in there
0: yeah well and you know but in, in that respect that's where I'm also very honest with the kids about hey look you're you are a person you're a human you're going to fuck up it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when it's going to happen you are gonna make a mistake please understand but if you're making a mistake that injures you in some way, shape or form that you might think could be serious enough to need help, doesn't matter who you're with or what they say, come get me mm-hmm. I'm gonna be far less pissed off at you if you're hurt, but I can get you taken care of versus if you're dead mm-hmm. or you know what you know if you so it's the same thing my dad used to tell me about you know getting drunk he's like right. you're, he's like i i don't he's like, i I think I've raised you well enough not to make stupid decisions but you're a teenager, you've got testosterone, shit happens. Don't drive drunk. If you get drunk or stoned or whatever and you need to get home and you can't you don't have a safe place to stay, call me cuz anything I do to you is going to be far less than what I'm going to do to you if you do something if you get in a wreck and you survive. <laughs> but that has
1: a lot to do with with trust yeah. too. And I think it's really important to develop like
0: not the friendship style bond, no. but a trusting bond where your kid can come to you and tell you when something's wrong, knowing that while you might be upset or disappointed with them, you're not going to be so judgmental that they're never going to want to come to you with anything because all you can ever do is talk down to them. Yeah, yeah, and yada.
1: freedom. When you have a lot of freedom, you also develop a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. If if you're free to go do, and I'm going to tell a little bit of a story on my brother. Um, he's seventeen and his friends are 17 and he is. He's a good kid. Like he's an incredibly good kid. I, I don't under Don't think my, my mom and my stepdad understand how much they lucked out and how well behaved he is mm-hmm. in terms of rebellion and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, his friends and him were in his bedroom and these two friends are trying to convince to go down and, um, go to a underage club in Portland. Basically, what these places are, are um, underground sex drug dens. Like, mm-hmm. they're awful. They're worse than a over-21 club. Oh,
0: trust me, I know, because my girlfriend went to one one time and got roofied and everything yeah. else. And they're yeah.
1: awful. They are just downright awful. Now, these boys don't know that. They're just like, ooh, it's an underage club, and that means we can go, because we're 17, blah, 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 blah. Um, so they're trying to convince him to go. And he, he says, okay, I'll, I'll ask my, my parents if I can go. And the boys say, and by the way, they can hear all this, although Mm -hmm. the boys don't know. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And my brother says, or no, the boys say, don't tell them where we're going. Just ask if you can go downtown because they'll say no. And Mm -hmm. he goes, no, if I'm honest with them, they'll say yes. Mm -hmm. And the boys are like, no, they won't. Just say you're going downtown. Don't say where. He's like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell the truth. I'm just gonna ask if I can go." And he walked in there and he goes, "Hey, can I go to such and such with
0: mm-hmm.
1: such and such and such and such?" And they're like, "Yep, be home by one o'clock in the morning. You know, mm-hmm. you know, set out a couple of guidelines." And and both of these b- other boys were like, "No way! Did you? Do they know what it is?" And he's like, "Yeah, explain the whole thing." And my stepdad, he's he said to my mom later, he's like, I knew from listening to the conversation that I had to own up to the trust that he he had shown me mm-hmm. that I I have to do that. And I'm pretty confident he would have anyway, but because yeah. he had heard the conversation, he knew he had to extra yeah. step it up, especially to show these boys that, you know...
0: If you do these things and you're, you're trustworthy and, 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 yeah. You know,
1: and it's... If
0: you do that, and you build that trusting relationship with your kids, that you, while you might be disappointed or upset with them sometimes, you're still willing to you know deal with it. You're a lot less apt to find out that you have no idea where your kids at when the cop comes knocking on the door saying, "By the way, we found so and so down by the watch and what." And did you know what your kid was doing? No, he was supposed to be sleeping. I'd never let him go out after ten o'clock. And it's like, okay, you know. Because it, 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 it's that whole taboo thing again. If you don't make it taboo, it's nowhere near as fun and rebellious to do. So, yeah. um, but I think we've we've uh, fairly well gone over. it. I mean, you I know, think so. it's it's just w- w- every kid's different. Take it as it is, but don't be afraid to let your kids experience life. I mean, you know, it's a mediocre show. Eric Marlowe said his house, was, his dad's place, was very Lord of the Flies, and he's a fine, upstanding person he's supporting a family he's taking care of his shit you know he's got a long standing bond you know he's done things in his life outside of being one of those you, you just whippersnappers that just those kids these days with their fucking rock music and rah, 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 and you know and it's it's not that whole thing he did this crazy shit in the younger years he does some things where he's like you know what was <laughs> fucking dumbest thing i have ever done but whatever um but it's not like he's a, a he's a ruffian or a hooligan just because he was a, he was allowed to <laughs> <A> ruffians, ruffians. <laughs> hooligans. Well, I was thinking, when I, tangled instantly on you know, kids, yeah. tangled instantly you know, where she lost him that that that. Pub, whatever Riffians, thugs, thugs, hooligans, ah. he's just he's a good dude you know and it's but and he had a very different experience growing up than some people had and a lot more of that freedom and you know he's like in, in in our respect if we hadn't had that freedom things probably would have been a lot worse out for us so we probably would have turned out like these people because we would have rebelled against it so hard that we would have done some really stupid shit that probably would have got us in a lot of trouble and then you know I can I can say the thing, same thing my parents were very trusting of me as well too and um it may have. Been, they always talk about how good of a kid I was, and and it was very easy to raise me. And I'm like, Well, part of that's because you guys pretty much gave me free reign to do. I mean, every once in a while, you like you just look at me like, no, that's that that's that's just dumb. No, 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 that's you know that's just stupid. Don't do that. But otherwise, you know. If I wanted to go to my girlfriend's house after work, I'd go to my girlfriend's house after work. I knew what time I had to be home. If I wanted to go do this, I'd go do that. I knew what time I had to be home. And a few times I screwed it up, my dad's like, you're not as so smart as you think you are, so knock the fuck off and just move on, you know? And it was fine. So... I think that's it. Just let your kids, you know, let them live, you know, as we, uh, funnily enough, as we were talking about before we started recording that whole dark Darkwing Duck thing, you know, let them live dangerously once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> let them experience that a little bit and give them, don't be so quick to always come to their rescue. Sometimes floundering a bit even will help them out. It allows them to there's, figure shit out. There's
1: also a new movement for playground equipment in Portland Metro. I posted no, I don't about it. I talk about that.
0: What? That, I, I, I don't, don't even get me started on that.
1: On the wooden... and. What okay,
0: maybe maybe it's not what I'm thinking it's,
1: it is. Okay, so it's the natural play structures.
0: Oh, that one. So it's like Sorry.
1: it's like rocks and logs and stuff high up in the air and like just like not a bunch of you know safe and plastic. Sorry, I, I and thought you were talking about it was gonna be like more safe and no. plastic
0: because for example, you know, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say on this topic and then we'll we'll, we'll cut it off here. I promise. Um, one thing I remember from my childhood that I wish they kept it around metal slides. And I know people are going to argue with me about that metal slides. Because My point is,
1: all the slides are have some kind of ouch effect. They
0: do. The plastic ones just cause they they those hurt.
1: They do. They
0: cause that plastic burn where it rips, rubs uh-huh. your skin off. The only plastic, can, but there is something to be said about not sticking certain parts of your body on something that you haven't gauged or tested first. The first time any kid in shorts and a tank top slapped their ass down on one of those fucking hot slides and got that that thigh burn going on, uh-huh. where like you were like you felt like you just been dropped onto a barbecue, you learned pretty fucking quickly that shit gets hot. Shit can cause pain. Maybe I shouldn't just blindly put my ass, you know. And that comes that that really that's a, that's a lesson that can be great down the you know. Don't just blindly stick your ass in places where you probably haven't tested it for safety first, you know. But I don't think the plastic slides are any better. And I know for a fact that loop-de-loop plastic slides aren't any better because Tempe almost broke her neck on one. Thank God she's graceful as fuck because <laughs> had she not been, she would have been a lot worse. But then that whole thing was caused... She is
1: graceful as fuck, though.
0: Because that whole thing would have been ca- was caused by the fact that it was this weird plastic slide and part of her stuck to it and part of her didn't in that weird way that only plastic does. With the metal stuff, you kind of went... Ree! I mean, you stopped. The plastic stuff, you keep going... But only parts of you stop, which <laughs> then as anybody who's like you know, seen how a tank operates, one track locks, all of a sudden you turn right. Um, that whole thing that's what and, and you yeah, know, anyways, so just got, yeah, don't don't make it so safe for people and for kids or for whatever that you don't actually learn how to not put your ass where it doesn't belong. There, that's enough said, right? <laughs> so Jody since you were on Coffin Joe Cast this weekend, and they let you promo the, the stuff that you do, did they give you a chance to promo our show? They did. And how did you do with the promo? Let's hear it. So what's our website?
1: Grounded at Bad Parenting. No, website. Website? com.
0: Bingo. So you have the email, obviously. Yeah. What's If they want to contact us and leave us a voicemail, how can they do that?
1: 503. Uh-huh. Six zero nine zero three seven five.
0: Good. Yes. I didn't
1: say the phone number on Coffin Joe. I just gave the email and the website.
0: He <laughs> didn't want to actually give out my nope. number.
1: <laughs> and then I and I also said um, that if they want to find us, they can go, you know search for us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Instagram and Facebook.
0: Awesome. So that's right. Yeah. So she hit them all. Uh, that's very awesome. Good.
1: Yay! Yay! <laughs> I didn't do the voicemail line because. Under pressure, I forget the last four.
0: Well, funny thing, the, the reason why is that that's okay because the first three are the same as the first three of my number. Yeah, and so if you, get I didn't want to risk it. Yeah, all of a sudden I'm getting my like what? The, what's <laughs> all this shit? Um, but also something else we appreciate And um, first off I want to rep uh, The Coffin Joe cast Thank you for to them yeah. For letting you come on And be a third co-host It
1: was way fun That was
0: awesome You sound like you had a good time Also they've been They've been promoting our stuff Quite a bit So if you guys want a good podcast To go listen to Go listen to the Coffin Joe cast Search them out They do this cool thing Where it's the different Third co-hosts each week I mean, of course, sometimes there's returns. I've I've weasel my way on there a few times, um, but it, it's it, it it adds this randomness factor to the conversation that you because it's not the same three people. And my no episode rut.
1: may have been really random. <laughs> <laughs> a little extra on the oh, random. But you know,
0: that's what it's what people expect. So yeah, we're talking about it. if you just you know any of your favorite podcast, excuse me, directories to look for the Coffin Joe cast. you'll find them. Um, they do you know they do good work there, and I then, think
1: they've heard. Graham's yeah, they,
0: yeah they've heard you've heard uh, Graham on here a few times and Joel's been on here once or twice too so um, yeah check him out but uh, otherwise you know as, as all of us who are do podcasts I uh, would really appreciate go rate, review, and subscribe if you like our stuff subscribe to it if you really like us leave us a rating leave us some comments either on our website you can do it via iTunes uh, send us an email if you're like one of those, I'm fucking Android I'm not gonna touch that fucking iTunes Macintosh oh my god Apple blah 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 and that's what you thing. totally cool I get it. I understand it. So then shoot us an email, you know, or go be, set, put something on our Facebook page. Just leave some sort of commentary and do that for all the podcasts you listen to. While we don't do this to get that kind of feedback, when that feedback does happen and does come, it's really nice to to hear it. Even if it means, oh, you know what? That that show was really stupid. And I think you guys shouldn't talk. And it's like, okay, whatever feedback you want, that's fine. It's great to have. It. It's just great to hear there's actually, you know, inter, there's some interaction out there.
1: Well, and I see the numbers. I know there are people listening. But I only hear from the same five people. So
0: Not that we am I I love those five people. Yeah.
1: Trust me, if you're one of those five people, you should be getting like an auditory hug right about now. Like mm-hmm. Um But the other people it'd be nice to yeah, just know true. who you are, that yeah. you're there.
0: You can chat with us, you can friend us on Facebook. Because you know you, you can find us, however you want to do it, and we're more than happy to talk with you. And you know, to the ones that I do talk with offline or not offline, but off audio, off air, that's the one. Off air, um, it's it's good. I love chatting with you. And you know, I've had a couple people talk to me about you know what, what do you guys think about this or how, how do you do this or whatever, and it's cool. I love nobody. Chatting with nobody does that to me. So yeah, so you know, don't leave Jody out in the cold. Oh, sad panda.
1: I am. I'm I'm am frowning right now.
0: Oh, but yes, I really have to pee now, so we need, okay. we need to go ahead and kill this short. So. <laughs> If there's nothing else to add.
1: I'm so glad you mentioned that.
0: Yeah, hey, you know what? My bladder's about to go splody. All right. Unless you want to bake yellow no, urine mess in here. I ain't hair. into that. It's time to go. <laughs> Yet. No.
1: <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh.
0: Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Okay, on All that right. note. Bye. Uh, now, hold on. Oh. Uh, that was Adam. Yeah. of No. <laughs> Till next time, turn out to be shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast. A conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. Say it again?
1: I'm um, talking to, to watch to watch bellies.
0: One more time? No. Just say it once more. I, either say it say it one more time. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm first. Say it.
1: Um, twat and twat with twat bellies.
0: (laughs) It's all done now. Here goes.